Hey, this is Emlyn from Emlyn in the Mix. Thanks for listening to my podcast. Be sure to subscribe to my YouTube channel, Emlyn in the Mix, today for more audio, mixing, unboxings, reveals, awesome equipment, audio technology. What more could you want? Emlyn in the Mix on YouTube. Subscribe today. Hey guys, welcome back to the Emlyn in the Mix podcast, season two, episode 42. As we get towards the end of 2021, what is new in the world of music technology, music gear and audio technology? Well, we're going to cover it on the podcast today. Thank you so much for coming back and joining me. Super excited to have you back. All of my regular listeners, thank you so much. And to all of the new podcasters is that what they're called listeners or youtube viewers (laughs) because we're on youtube as well of course with this podcast these days thank you for pondering your eyes is that the correct word on this podcast or your ears for that matter if you're listening to the podcast thank you so much for joining me what is this podcast about well music yeah music technology audio technology need i say more if you've stumbled upon it then that's what it's all about i'm going to talk about the latest gear and technology that's come out in the last week now, guys, I do need to mention this at the start of the podcast. would really love it if you could support this channel. Before we get stuck into it, there's no kickback from any of these developers in terms of monetary gain or anything like that. It's just literally my passion for music technology, and that's why I do this podcast for you guys, to just help you find the right gear or help you get you inspired with maybe some new instruments or something like that. That's why I do it. I want to inspire you guys to help you with your creativity, your music creativity, and it couldn't be done without your support. So I'd really appreciate it. You can buy me one coffee, three coffees, five coffees, or 500 coffees, however many you want to do. But uh, I'll put the link in the description below and you can make a donation uh, to keep this podcast or support this podcast if you're enjoying it. So without further ado, let's get stuck into today's podcast. Now, as I mentioned in last week's podcast, As we head into November, we're going to see some really awesome deals. Our first one here comes to us from SoftTube with their Black November warm-up sale, which hasn't actually begun, but I wanted to just do a quick shout-out mention here because if you love what SoftTube does, then you definitely want to bookmark this page because all the specials, all the deals are going to come here. Black November warm-up, get in tune with savings and big savings here with SoftTube. So definitely bookmark the page, softtube.com. Uh, one of the companies that is already already having a sale, they're having a Halloween sale. I mean, these guys always seem to be having sales. That is, of course, Waves Audio, waves.com are currently doing a Halloween sale. So if you've been eyeing off some Waves plugins, I know they do sales a lot, but look, some of these deals look pretty good. You got plugins from $29. You got spend $50, get a free plugin, spend $90, get two free plugins. And if you spend $120, you get three select plugins. So definitely definitely you want to check out the waves audio deals now let's get into some new software so if you're a pro tools user this is super exciting there's a brand new update the pro tools and it's the pro tools 2012 or 2021.10 october 2021 update so control this is what you can do control pro tools cover mic preamps remotely get deeper integration with native instruments complete control midi keyboards further customize the dark and classic ue themes for accessible and fun with new high contrast mode and background colors plus pro tools will now automatically down mix when routing between different 
track widths, saving time and minimizing complexity. Discover all this and more in the latest version of Pro Tools. So some of these cool, some of these new updates seem really cool. I guess the most exciting thing for me is this one here. Pro Tools adds support for HDX, HD native and AVE on M1 Max. So this is super exciting. And, and the fact that the HD native version, which is basically what most of the home users like myself and most of the home studio people use, now supports the M1 chip on Apple. This is really cool. So with the October 2021 release, you can now run Pro Tools HDX and HD native systems, as well as the Avid video engine on the latest Macs that use Apple's new M1 silicon processor. So that, my friends, is very exciting indeed. You've got to uh, gain more track routing flexibility. You can now route more outputs and sends to nearly any bus regardless of the width, eliminating the need to create subpaths. Pro Tools will automatically downmix or map the signal. This means, for example, you can route 5.0 tracks directly to a 7.12 bus or easily send surround tracks to stereo effects or headphones. Now, if you're a Pro Tools user and you know about the routing in previous versions, you'll know this is a massive step up. It might not sound big if you're not a Pro Tools user or you don't really care for Pro Tools, then I can totally understand. Move on to the next product we're going to talk about. But this is a really exciting update. The complete control update is also pretty cool. So you can move seamlessly between tracks and get instant hands-on control of a wide range of plugins with your Complete Control MIDI keyboard. Now, Complete Control will automatically sync with the selected tracks in your Pro Tools session, plus you can control many Pro Tools functions directly with Complete Control's buttons, knobs, and the 4D encoder. So that's another really cool little update to the workflow of Pro Tools. October 2021 update, definitely check it out. If you're a Pro Tools user and it's a no-brainer, just go out and update it. All right, and if you have a look here, on the, if you're looking on the video on YouTube, you can see some really, really nice gear. It looks like they're using a Black Magic or, or is that an Avid control surface there, like iPad connection? Wow, looks really cool. Futuristic looking studio indeed. All right, let's move along to our next piece. And this is pretty big, actually. Uh, Metric Halo have just released a new line of their really popular hardware, which is, of course, their audio interfaces, which is what they're most well-known for. In fact, if you haven't heard of Metric Halo before, then I'm happy to introduce it to you. Essentially, these guys were the first Firewire audio interfaces. Now, what is Firewire? Firewire is an old interconnectivity uh one of the most higher-end audio interfaces at the time. Uh, if you're an audio fanat or an audio technology enthusiast, you would have heard of Metric Halo before. They are pretty well-known amongst the enthusiasts for in terms of their preamps in their audio interfaces are some of the best, if not the best, sounding preamps are on. And they're, they're kind of a little lesser known than the bigger brands. Of course, they're not as well known as something like Universal Audio, which I'm just looking at here in my studio. I've got the Apollo series, which are fantastic. And in fact, before I had the Apollo series, I did have the Metric Halo. And I reluctantly, I only reluctantly sold it at the time because Metric Halo didn't offer any connectivity to the newer interfaces such as USB 3 and USB C. They do now, of course, especially with this update. But, uh, this is definitely, if you're 
just beginning or you're in the market to upgrade your audio interface, these guys are definitely one to put on your radar. I am essentially, I love these. They sound amazing. The preamp, no joke. I had one for many years. The preamp on it is unbelievable. And even to this day, I have people who I show like my songs that I recorded with the Metric Halo and they're like, wow, that sounds really good. And the only thing I can put it down to is, of course, the preamps. I was using a cheap microphone at the time and it still sounded really good. They have very, very high, high-end sounding preamps. I don't know how they do it. But anyway, they're the masters of it. So they've just updated their a bunch of their audio interfaces. I think three of them. We're looking currently, if you're looking on the YouTube video here, we're looking at the ULN8MK4. I think that is. <laughs> I'm not good at reading Roman numerals. It's all about the sound. A complete modular expandable recording and mixing console with eight boutique mic preamps, world-class converters, studio full of outboard gear, and a professional Atmos capable analog monitor controller. And it has that beautiful monitor on the front there with your input and output metering, which you can see. And of course, you got your master gain uh, knob for your speakers as well. So monitoring, analog, Atmos processing, mixing up to 128 channels, 64 buses, 192 kilohertz, MH Link network audio black plane. This is interesting. The MH Link provides an ultra low latency, ultra high bandwidth self self-configuring audio and data backplane between multiple MH units as well as a native gigabit Ethernet interface to the computer. So that's pretty cool. Like you could daisy chain these, for example, if you had if you had deep pockets enough to buy a few of these audio interfaces, daisy chain them around. If you had a really massive recording studio and you wanted to put let's say you wanted one of the audio interfaces in the recording booth where you could directly plug a mic, then all you could do is run an Ethernet cable back to the other Metric Halo audio interface. This is cool. I love that. To me, that's sort of like the future of studios having that Ethernet uh, compatibility. I know that Universal Audio, maybe they'll do it in the future. But for example, I know that my Apollo doesn't have that capability and that's very cool to see indeed. USB driveless class audio. So even the MK4 unit includes a USB class audio interface that allows you to connect to any USB audio host, iMac, iPhone, iPad, Android. That's amazing right there. Windows 10 plus or Linux without having to install a driver. iPad, really? That's really cool. I like this. You got loopback. So flexible rerouting. So you could record directly off YouTube, for example, with loopback. So any channel in the Mio mixer can be routed to any output, including output sent back to the host or to an SCP port. Route audio between apps or computers without any additional software or any or an additional complex routing model. You got SCP, USB IS side car, you got signal processing on board which is really cool. That's much like the Apollo series, of course. Control surface, compatibility, MK4 supports, a variety of control surfaces, giving you tactile remote control over mix, monitoring and recording, edge bus, boot states, format conversion, and you've got this software called Session, which comes with it now, which is a basically an integrated tracking door. They did have in their previous version, because I had the older Metric Halo unit, they did have some kind of, it wasn't really a door, it was just more of a recording software. So the MK4 includes a complete tracking door that supports live, so it's pretty interesting. Take-based and overdub recording workflows, always available and completely integrated with the hardware. It launches instantly as part of the Mio console and it doesn't require any licenses or dongles. Now that's really good if you're a live 
recording musicians, so you're recording bands, for example, at venues, that's amazing. You'll be able to do edits, I guess, on the fly or in between, Not probably not in between songs, but maybe straight after the live show, you can start editing away to your heart's content. It's all going to be there. But look, I thought I'd give this a mention. These are more of a higher-end audio interface, but as I said, at the start of this little spot here is that if you're maybe even if you're beginning or you want to up, looking at upgrading uh, perhaps your audio interfaces or, or you're building a new studio definitely consider these that they are they can be a little bit pricey not as ex- they're probably on par with the Apollo actually universal audio it just really depends what you are looking for, the flexibility, the routing, that sort of thing. You need to weigh up your options. Obviously, an audio interface can be one of the most boring purchases for your studio, but it is also one of the most essential and important because I I envision the audio interface as kind of like the heart of the studio. It's essentially where everything's going to get routed to and it's what you're going to be recording through and if it doesn't sound good then what's the point you might as well spend a little bit more and get the thing that you need to make your sound sound the best that it possibly can so anyway that is the metric halo love metric halo what they do mk4 series and there's as i said there's three models that they've actually updated or upgraded Uh, But we're just looking at ULN 8 here. Let's move along to our next piece of news. Now, this is really cool. Now, if you're listening on the podcast, definitely head over to the Emlyn in the Mix YouTube channel later to check this out, what I'm talking about. This is so interesting. I know this is not really music-related, but it is a tech piece, and it could be music-related. So, essentially, Teenage Engineering just randomly, just this last week, dropped a computer case. Now, this could be kind of cool if you're looking to build a computer or a music workstation. So they're saying, hey, no big deal. We've made a mini ITX PC chassis that we call the Computer One. It just, it looks really interesting. I hope you can see it here if you're looking on the video. So it's a simple no-frills computer. So years ago when we started, we couldn't find a PC case for our own build, so we made our own using a laser cutter, 6mm high-density board and spray paint. It was assembled and held together by simple wooden plugs, and it worked okay for what we had designed it for. Unfortunately, the handles couldn't support the weight of the unit when moving it around, and a couple of literal computer crashes later, we turned to a lighter and sturdier design using aluminium. And we'll always continue to iterate on the design. But here we are. It's not a groundbreaking PC case, but we like it and use it every day. That's coming there from Teenage Engineering. And just have a look. That is that is a cute little PC case. Now, you can purchase this on the Teenage Engineering website. It's a small desk footprint. And look, I just thought it was a bit of fun to include in the podcast today. If you're looking at building your own music workstation and it's PC-based, of course then this could be a lot of fun. Check it out from Teenage Engineering. Nice one, Teenage Engineering. Shoutouts. All right, let's get on to the biggest news for the week. The biggest news. And it comes to us from Native Instruments. They are celebrating their 25th anniversary. Much like we spoke about IK Multimedia with their group buy, which if you listen to this podcast tomorrow, I'm sad to say the group buy is over. I'm not including it in this week's podcast just for the sake of that it's going to be over by the time most people listen to episode 42 season 2 here on Emlyn in the mix but it seems like software companies are now willing to celebrate their birthdays I don't recall a 15th birthday from Native Instruments but they may have done it pretty sure I recall a 10th birthday but can you believe Native Instruments if you're an old hack like me 
Native Instruments is 25 years old. That blows my mind. Native Instruments, to me, and especially, you know, even now, even now, they're one of the bigger, more larger audio technology, music technology companies. We definitely need to support them. And they're 25 now. This is really amazing. So they started in 1996. I don't know where I was going with that ramble, by the way. But anyway, we're back. I digress. Uh, and how are they celebrating? Well, check it out. They've got some crazy recoded purple-looking devices. And they got like, I think they're calling it a white or a gray. They're not calling it space gray, obviously. not copying up Apple there. But they've basically rehashed some of their existing hardware. Now, this existing hardware is obviously the good stuff. It's their MK... Is it MK3 complete controls now? It must be MK three or two i'm not sure it's either the two or the three looking at the mk3 s4 dj controllers and it looks like they've even recoded some machine pluses and some x1s i think they look really really nice now i know i said in previous podcasts that i felt i guess i was probably more or less hoping that native instruments would release some new hardware and i was actually really hoping for something in the midi keyboard department but seeing this now that they're celebrating their 25th anniversary and they've recoded a bunch of their current models, I really highly doubt that Native Instruments is going to be having any new hardware in 2021. I, I, I would be very surprised if they decide to release some new hardware this year, being that they are now going to be celebrating their 25th anniversary. And what better way for them to move some old stock then by coloring it up and making it look pretty and celebrating it as a 25th anniversary. This is an old, old company hack that people use to move old stock and, you know, good on Native Instruments. It looks cool though. It looks really cool. I wouldn't mind having something like this in my studio. I, I don't know if it would necessarily go with my color scheme in here, but I could make it work. It's a big picture of the Machine Plus in this silver sort of coated... So first introduced in 2009 and now in its third generation machine has become an essential part of the computer-based beat makers toolkits. As effortlessly producing beats, melodies and harmonies with powerful drum synths, premium sound and an integrated sampler and more. That's MK3 and the complete control S49 was introduced in 2014. They launched their first ever keyboard, the S series which is what I have here, actually. I've got the S-Series. Originally designed to get you hands-on with our complete instruments. The latest generation of complete control makes the entire music-making process more fun and intuitive. Perform, browse, tweak parameters, and even mix your project directly from the studio centerpiece. I gotta say, I, I really liked... I think I liked the purple. The purple looks amazing. And you got this, this gray-white. Wow, that just looks really good. Tractor Control S4, the tractor kicked off the era of digital DJing back in 2001. That is true, actually. I remember that. I was so scared to do use tractor software. I don't think I, I started using it until 2012. I was so scared of crashes, and I did. I had crashes before 2012 where I tried to use it. Anyway, and the first iteration of the compact yet fully featured Control S4 hardware appeared in 2010. And the MK3 version expands on the original concept with motorized jog wheels that spin and react to nudging, scratching, pitch fading, and backspins, as well as transmitting track information directly to your fingertips. 
And that looks super nice in those colors too. Somehow, the color scheme they use, I love. I think it looks really good. Lastly, the hardware here, that, the last piece of hardware that's been coated in this purpley gray color is the X1, tractor control X1, the often imitated X1, is it? Okay. Has been a staple of kit for digital DJs since 2009. An MK2 iteration evolves the concept, offering more flexibility for custom effects and a refined set of controls. That includes our first ever touch strip integration paired with Tractor Pro 3 X1, lets you browse, tracks, nudge, seek, and control loops and effects without ever reaching for the laptop. That is very true. I had an X1. I had the older iteration of the X1, and it was super helpful indeed to get through. If you're a Tractor user like I am, it's a very nice piece of kit to browse your tracks, select, open the browser up so you can see it, and load nice and quickly like that. It does have the, the newer version has these touch strips here. I never used this newer version, but there you go. And this is how they're celebrating. This is not the only way to celebrate and they actually uh, release some free software. So if you're a native instruments user, you can download that. We're going to showcase that in a sec here on the podcast. But this is, I look, despite the fact that I know that they're probably trying to push out some old stock because they're going to have new hardware coming in. Now, this is my belief, 2022 is when Native Instruments will probably get their new hardware out in the market. I just really doubt it's going to happen in 2021 anymore. My prediction could be right. I could be wrong. I mean, it gives me a whole year of having prediction correctness. But you know, check it out. If you want to celebrate the 25th anniversary with Native Instruments, they're doing it in style. And we're going to talk about a piece of software that they also released here as well. That's part of this 25th. And this is a free piece of software right now. So if you are a Native Instruments user, go out and get it right now because it's only going to be free until December 31. So you've got plenty of time if you listen to this podcast. It is called 25. And here's what Native Instruments has to say about 25. To celebrate a quarter century of future shaping sounds, explore an experiment with a time capsule of classic sounds from the NI Vault from Generator to Massive X, only available until December 31. So you can pair up two sound sources, then sculpt them into something new with intuitive macro mapping and a powerful FX section and uncover 150 brand new takes on 25 years of pads, leads, basses, and more from 37 classic instruments. So Classic Sounds new twist back in 1996, we launched Generator, our first ever synthesizer. I actually don't remember that. And also the precursor to Reactor. Okay, so essentially became Reactor. Oh, actually, I have seen Generator. Yes, yes, I do. Now I refresh my memory. We should look that up here. Anyway, now 25 years and countless offers instruments, countless, uh, sorry, countless other instruments later, we've been digging through the archives to unearth a sonic time capsule of our most iconic instruments from the past quarter century. And the limited edition 25 is a powerful free instruments designed to let future generations recombine and reimagine our sonic legacy into something entirely new. As part of the contact play series, it comes mapped with an intuitive macro controls, powerful effects, and a built-in sequencer. Damn. So this is free, guys. And it's I love the concept. It's a time capsule, and you're essentially blending two different sounds from perhaps different eras, or you could be blending sounds from one same era. Anyway, I thought this was really cool. We're going to have a look at this in a moment. Just quickly before we do, though, on the Metapop website, which is also, correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe this is owned by Native Instruments, 
they do competitions. Now, in the past, I've been like, oh, man, I've entered competitions and, of course, I haven't won. I don't think I've won any of these producer competitions. And it kind of put me off and I was like, ah, oh, I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to enter any more competitions and then just find out that I've lost. But I want to change your minds. And this is completely, it's completely free to enter, okay, these competitions. Why not do it? Have a little fun and enter the Native Instruments 25 years competition that they're doing right now. There's already a bunch of people who have entered. You've got 63 days to enter. They're doing it until December 31. But check this out. This is why I wanted to mention this on the podcast. Check out some of the prizes. So if you don't want to go out or you're not, you know, in a position where you can go out and purchase some of those beautiful looking Native Instruments hardware there, well, well, check this out. They're giving away prizes galore on this competition. And again, it's on the metapop.com website. If you haven't signed up for that, sign up. It is a part. I'm pretty sure it's a partner with Native Instruments or it's owned by Native Instruments. Anyway, grand prizes, a limited edition, Native Instruments Complete Control S61 Ultraviolet. You also win the Native Instruments Machine MK3. So if you haven't got those two pieces of hardware, if you win this, you'll just get them. And the Native Instruments Complete 13 Ultimate Collector's Edition. That is an amazing prize. But even check out the runners-up. So the runners-up, you get limited edition Native Instruments Complete Control S49 in vapor gray. There you go. That's the word I was looking for, not space gray. Native Instruments Machine MK3 and the Native Instruments Complete 13 Ultimate Collector's Edition. Even third place is good. You get the limited edition Native Instruments Machine MK3 Vapor Grey, Native Instruments Complete 13 Legacy Collector's Edition. I don't even... What is... I mean, besides not getting complete control, third place sounds unbelievable. And fourth place, they're all good. Like, even down the fourth place, you're winning a Machine MK3 Vapor Grey. Look, why not have some fun? Go in, go in with the thought of, okay, I'm just going to have fun. If I win, I win. That's the way to do this. I know in the past I was probably immature and was like, oh, I didn't win. Ooh, I want to win. You know, whatever. I'm, I'm going to enter this. I'm going to have fun. Hey, check out. It, when I enter, guys, I want you to go look for my track. Give it some love. I would be much appreciated. But yeah, check that out. Cool little way to celebrate. Well done, Native Instruments. And I guess here on Emlyn in the Mix, I... My personal experience with Native Instruments, I'm just going to be real with you guys. I started with, and this is going to sound terrible, but it's not anymore. I had a cracked version of Absinthe, I think. Absinthe and, oh man, this is going way back. The B53 organ, I think it's called, or something like that. Was there really old software? And this is going back to the early 2000s. They were all cracked. And I'm not proud of that, but I'm I'm just going to mention it here on the podcast. I do not condone cracking software at all. All of my software now is, of course, purchased. But I sort of, I have a bit of a love story with Native Instruments. A lot of my earlier tracks, which are absolutely crap, I mean, I didn't know what I was doing. And, you know, I used Native Instruments and they really did shape the future of music production and audio technology and it's it is kind of sad i guess to see that native instruments in the last few years didn't really do too well with a lot of developers leaving and they had to cut a lot of staff and then they got purchased by a big uh what was it like a uh not an economy firm what are they called like an accounting firm actually ended up purchasing native instruments but of course they own it. It's still run by audio enthusiasts and it's really cool that they're still, even to this day, doing thing, little things like supporting the Machine Jam with Machine Plus, for example. But 
Yeah, my love story with Native Instruments goes back a bit. And I just want to say happy 25th. I love Native Instruments, everything they've done. Yes, I was a bad boy in the past. I'm admitting it here on the podcast. But those days are long gone. I did go out and I I started from about... I started purchasing the complete collection from probably about 2008, 2009. And I've always upgraded and I've always supported Native Instruments ever since I've been able to. Of course, I know there's people in positions where, you know, they they are probably not in a position to be able to purchase software and it's hard for them. So, this is a good way just by entering a competition. If you're hungry and you have it in yourself and you want to win some gear, this is a good way to show your talent, get noticed. Maybe you've got the talent, you've got the track, you have a massive hit and you can win this as well. I mean, that's happened in the past with other producers who've entered competitions. They've won, I think, was it Madian, the French producer who ended up becoming really massive? I think he just entered a competition. He won the competition. He got notoriety. He got signed to a label. I think part of that competition was getting signed to a label or something like that. Anyway, guys, check this out, Metapop. Check out and happy birthday to Native Instruments. Let's quickly go over... We're not going to play on this for too long because I actually am freezing right now. It's really cold for some reason. I've turned the heater off so it doesn't get into the podcast, but check this out. I've got the 25 plugin, I guess you could call it. It's part of the contact player here. It's loaded on my screen. Let's just have a quick listen. I'm in the bases at the moment. I'll just pull out my keyboard here so I can see it. Classic, classic sounds. So we're mixing, uh, we've got two here, we've got a fast and bright, and we've got a sin triangle. Uh, Of course, we can blend these, we've got a filter. Increase the resonance. You're gonna get all that funky resonance sound. Uh, Envelope amount, you've got an oscillator tune two. Change the tune, you've got effects delay. Reverb. So you can, you got some small macro controls there to sort of mess with the sound, mix up the parameters, that sort of thing. And we're just looking at basses here. We've got a big funk bass. Nice, really nice sounds. And of course, blending two different sounds from perhaps two different eras. I don't actually know. I wish it would, what would be cool is if it told you the year that preset was released. I don't know how hard that would probably be a bit tricky. Uh, to the newer preset here, but you can see the time capsule there if you're looking on the screen. It is a little bit small, but you got 1996 here and 2021. Funky bass. And this is free. This plugin's free, by the way. Did I mention it was free? It's free. So you got no reason to not enter that competition. I'm not going to make a song for you guys here on the podcast. I just want to show you, merely show you these presets. Really nice presets. Of course, mixing the two sounds together. Uh, what else have we got? Let's have a look at our our preset categories here. You got brass, flute. Uh, you've got you can of course make your own presets. Mallet instruments. Let's look at mallets. Underwater bells. Let's check it out. Pretty cool. Let's go back to our categories here. Let's look at synth leads. I know you guys love synth leads. That's pretty nice, actually. I like that drip diffuser. Synth, synth pads. Yeah, let's look at synth pads. Mm-hmm. 
Beautiful. Let's look at one more pad here. Synth pads. Let's grab one. Static time. Wow. Super nice. Now there is some, you got the effects on and off and you got a sequence here, your macro controls there. What I might do is I might just quickly choose a lead. Let's find a nice lead, sled. Yeah, something a bit, something a bit lower decay. Let's see. That'll do. Just a quick attack. Turn the sequencer on. So you got. Wonder if we can jump over to our sequencer. Here we go. Yeah, so it's a pretty simple sequencer. <laughs> That's a bit of a random one. You can put latch on. So I don't have to do anything anymore. Mess with the macros here. I don't think I've got them connected to anything. Anyway, you get the idea, re-trigger. Um, sequences there, that's pretty cool. Turn that on and off. Your macro controls are here. And you can alter them, how they, you know, sort of get affected, that sort of thing. Look, it's a, it's a simple plugin, but it has everything you need. Effects chain here as well. Oh, you can mess with more with your sound here. Okay, I didn't know that. So if we press sound here, we get onto the back end of that time capsule. You got your layers. Let's go to a different preset here. So yeah, you can mess with your layer, like this is layer A. So the other sound is staying the same. Change the tune. Don't want to, I don't know why you want to do that. Re put a bit of redo on it. Redo, is that how I say that? I'm pretty sure we don't pronounce, or reduce, sorry. And you can, um, ooh, change bit, crush it a bit. That was really cool, where are we? About there. Oh, this is a lot of fun. Like just with what you got what you got here is actually quite a lot for a free plugin. I mean, come on. Modulator envelope and you got your amp envelope down there as well. And then your macro controls down the bottom here with your delay, thinner, boost. Depending on the preset, those parameters will change, of course. Look, there's not a lot more I can really say about this plugin other than that. It's really cool. You should check it out. And like, why wouldn't you? It's a free plugin. Happy birthday to Native Instruments. All right. I hope you enjoyed this podcast today, guys. I'm freezing. I'm going to get out of here. I need to put a heater on or something and I need to, I don't know, have a warm bath because it is so cold for some reason today. I don't know why. Anyway, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast. If you love this podcast, you want to support it, please buy me a coffee. Use the support link below. I'm going to put the link in the description on the video and the podcast. I know it might seem like, oh, why do you need support? Blah, blah, blah. But look, it's not that I need support. I just really appreciate it. Every little bit helps helps me to want to continue and keep going and doing this and sharing the love with you guys. I personally, I love doing this podcast and I'll just keep doing it to the end of time because I'm essentially just talking about stuff that I love and I'm passionate about. And I love just sharing that with you guys. And hopefully it's informative and it helps you guys. That's the main thing. Anyway, we'll be back next week with episode 43. Thank you so much for listening to me blabber on about music, gear, and music technology. And until then, peace out. Boom. Hey. 
This is Emlyn from Emlyn in the Mix. Thanks for listening to my podcast. Be sure to subscribe to my YouTube channel, Emlyn in the Mix, today. For more audio, mixing, unboxings, reveals, awesome equipment, audio technology, what more could you want? Emlyn in the Mix on YouTube. Subscribe today.